New Zealand-based home renovation company, 6,593% ROAS. Sydney-based solar company, 2,700% ROAS. Hunter region-based bathroom renovation company, 5,616% ROAS. Melbourne-based building company, 13,182% return on ad spend. Adelaide-based solar company, 2,881% return on ad spend. Guys, the list goes on and on. If you are a trade-based business and you work with projects like roofing, solar, bathroom renovations, kitchen renovations, anything like that, head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Book in a conversation. It is game changing. World-renowned leadership consultant, John C. Maxwell, was once famously quoted saying, if you wouldn't follow yourself, why should anybody else? Everything rises and falls on leadership, and regardless of the size of your organization, whether you're a one-man band, whether you're a large organization with lots of staff, leadership plays a significant role. In this series of podcasts, I have world-famous leadership consultant Peter Cox from Leading From Goth coming on the show, and he's talking about four specific areas of leadership within organizations. We're speaking about allowing yourself to be led. We're talking about finding the right people to lead you. We're talking about whether or not you're the right person to lead your organization. And then we're talking about how to find leaders within your organization. Peter's also very generously offered for the first 100 listeners a free copy of his book, which is called The Dream Is Everything, which you'll be able to get through the show notes on the site shed. And likewise, there'll be a link there where you'll be able to download a free copy of the 12 Leadership Essentials. So I thoroughly encourage you to check that out. Anyway, stay tuned. Hope you enjoy. Giving tradies and contractors around the globe the tools to run a modern business. You're listening to Toolbox Talks from the Site Shed. Now here's your host, Matt Jones. Hello and welcome back to Toolbox Talks. This is the leadership series that I'm conducting with friend and colleague Peter Cox from Leadership Dynamics and Lead for Growth. Uh, In the first episode, we were speaking about allowing yourself to be led. In the second episode, we were talking about finding the right people to lead you. And last episode, we spoke about uh, whether or not you're the right person to be leading your organization. And in this final episode, we're going to be talking about how to find and develop the right leaders within your organization. So, Peter, thanks for joining us back on the microphone. Thanks, Matt. Nice to be back. Absolutely. So, yeah, look, we've it's a pretty all-encompassing series that we've conducted so far, and I think we've got to the bottom of a lot of really key points. Um, in this final episode, I suppose, I just want to wrap up with how you can find leaders within your organization. Now, obviously, this is a pretty big, I suppose, step because as we, as we discussed in the last podcast, you may not necessarily be the right person to lead your organization. So are there steps that you typically that you would typically follow to ascertain who's a good leader? Well, it's very important that you have a process in place to identify leaders. Ooh. Or you'll you'll miss out on the potential gold mine within your own organization or outside your organization to bring better leaders in to your organization. You need a process to ensure you can identify emerging and potential leaders. So you can tap into the undiscovered wealth within your own walls. Wow. Sometimes there's real gold with around you that you may not be aware of. Yeah, okay. This is this is good. I like the uh, I like processes, as my listeners know. <laughs> um, what, why why is it important to find leaders in your organisation? Let's talk about that. Because you can't build anything great on your own. Yeah. Nothing 
significantly achieved in life has been built by one person or achieved by one person. And the more successful people become in life, the more you'll see that they surround themselves with more and more effective leaders, people that lift them to achieve what they want to achieve in their life. Yeah. So- what what areas are we like when we're talking about developing leaders in your organization are there specific areas that we look at or is it just like all encompassing or you know how do you how do you approach that when when you when i go into a new organization or a new team i'm looking for people that have influence will will that individual have people follow them okay. can they follow a vision can they cast a vision are they loyal do they have integrity what are their behaviors like are they able to build accountability and build respect into the environment that they're in? Okay, but say for example, oh, I've got an organisation that has a handful of apprentices, and you know, I mean, I can't imagine apprentices are going to have like, I mean, those qualities initially. I mean, are, are people going to be, be wanting to follow them? Maybe not. They're an apprentice. Like, why would you want to follow an apprentice? But they might still have leadership skills, right? They have leadership potential based upon their personality traits and there's four types of personality traits there's a profiling test that i use to profile yep. people's personalities and there's a particular leadership trait that if you identify that trait in an individual it means they are more likely to grow in leadership and could lead teams okay and that's part of the process gotcha. profiling people Okay, interesting. So even at the base level of when you're bringing apprenticeship apprentices into your organisation, you can still profile them to see if they can potentially, you know, be a leader in your organisation. Hundred percent. Is there any instance, Pete, where you know somebody may not have that leadership profile, but they can, you know, through through guidance and um, education, they can develop it? There is no doubt that you can learn about leadership. Yeah. Does, but, that, does that come yeah. down to who you're following? It, it has a lot to do with who's mentoring you, yep. who's leading by example, what they're sowing into you, how effective they are as a leader. The only luck you get in life is who's your parents and who leads you. <laughs> you don't choose any of those two things. Yeah. But saying that, there are there are certain people that are more naturally inclined to lead. There are certain people that were born to lead. And if you can find natural and born leaders and recruit them within your organization and put them into leadership positions or recruit them from the outside and bring them in, your organization will grow off the back of that leadership. So when you're working in organizations, are you looking for specific leaders within specific areas of the company or are you are you looking for people that have those qualities so then you can implement them into those areas? You look, I'm looking for people that have these specific leadership traits, leadership characteristics, and then based upon the vision of the business owner or the CEO, we have a serious discussion about what would be the absolute right role for this individual in their organization. Okay. So the, the process, I suppose, is first establishing if, like, who the leaders are and then, the leaders are, and then where they need to go. Correct. Do they have these traits? And then what we would be the right role for them? And in some of the uh, uh, plumbing companies that I've been associated with, we've taken guys out of the um, out of the fields, out of the mechanics of the business, and put them into sales. For example, oh. we've actually had guys that were in the sales process that we've put them into operations. Okay. So is that is that though? reflective of their leadership capacity or is that more like a, a, a skill set it's a it, it is about 
their personality traits and what would be the best fit for the organization. So when you're going through this personality test and you're, you're, you're figuring out what kind of personality type they are, you're also at the same time establishing what the potential best fit is for that person within a company. 100%. So it's kind of a win-win either way. Definitely, because if you don't have people with the right in the right roles, yep. organizations won't grow. They'll have a lid on them. Yeah, okay. So that personality test, Peter, is that something that you think you might be able to offer listeners or maybe as a, a way to get in contact with you? Like, is there, do you have that set up online or something that, you know, can they book in for a consultation? Um, it is the... It is a book called Personality Plus, written by Florence Litauer. Yep. That can you can buy that book online, and that profiling test in there. You you profile yourself first, doing it the right way, and you'll understand the power of it about about how you could use it in your organisation. I've actually read that book, and it changed my life. So anyone, I'll post a link to it in the show notes. Yep, and it changed my life, and it has helped me and my wife develop three successful businesses and ha- and stay married after 28 years. <laughs> <laughs> Good work. <laughs> She's very lucky to have me. <laughs> <laughs> Punching well above her weight. <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't listen to this. Okay, cool. So... Apart from that profiling test, how are there other ways that you can you can go about ascertaining leadership qualities within people? Yes, the uh, one of the key strategies that I implement in organisations is to build a successful organisation. You need to build it one on one. Only when you spend one on one time with people will you really be able to identify specific traits and needs of people and where they best fit your organization. That process makes people feel listened to, it makes them feel valued, and it makes them feel heard. And there's a lot that you can pick up through having a formalized, structured, one-on-one process. Okay, interesting. And I imagine that is something that few business owners do is, is spend that time to you know, really, really get to get to know that person and figure out what their traits are and what they want as well. When you lead people, they're like if you're a parent, you have children, you spend one-on-one time with them. Yeah. Leading people is a huge responsibility. Yeah. The better you are as a leader, the better the people you're going to have around you based upon your capabilities. The one-on-one process, it must have a rhythm, formality, no distractions, they are not cancelled when they are scheduled, and sometimes it's even good to do it away from your business, away from the office, where you can build deeper rapport with people. Yeah. In my professional career, I've done over 14,000 one-on-ones. Uh, my number one client in the online travel business is over the last five years, I've done 1,200 for them. Wow. And uh, their business is 20 times the size now, and they've gone from 12 to 150 staff with this process, which they are totally sold out to. And they brought me in to begin the process, to lead the process, and now we've multiplied that with about 12 key leaders in their business globally that are driving this one-on-one process. Okay, amazing. So I know I've been in scenarios before, you know, back when I had a job, Shutter, where I wasn't really at any stage, like I felt like I wasn't, like the the leadership that was happening within uh, various organizations were more tied to the goals of the the owner and the director as opposed to what I was looking to achieve. Um, As somebody leading somebody else, I I think it's really important that you 
you know, you draw that connection between what that person wants and how they can potentially get it through working alongside you. What's your what's your advice in that scenario? My advice, what I give to all my clients, it's a very simple line. What gets rewarded gets done. Yep. So when you, everybody in an organization, any everybody in a professional sporting teams, we all have different needs, different dreams, different things we want to achieve in our life. When you can find out what's really motivating an individual, and sometimes it's not money. Sometimes it is money. Sometimes it's respect. Sometimes it's recognition. Sometimes it's feeling valued. Sometimes it's about being in the inner circle. Yep. There's many things that drive people to want to become successful in life. And it, when you can align their values and their needs into the vision of your business and give them what they want, that's how you grow successful organizations. Yeah, that's, that's really powerful. So basically what you're saying is when somebody comes into your company or your organization or they come to work for you, They've got their own goals and their own aspirations they want to achieve. You need to tap into that in order to get them to help you get to where you want to go. Correct. Mm. Because you are now triggering their motivation, yep. not your motivation. You know what? I think if there's one takeaway from this entire series, that would that would probably be it for me. That's, that's really powerful. So that must be, I guess, sometimes quite a considerable tasks trying to align those goals together. Are there any processes or steps that you you follow in regard to getting that information out? I mean, I imagine a lot of people would be reluctant to really tell you what they want as well. <laughs> it's funny you should say that, but it's the complete opposite. When I go into organizations as an independent facilitator, an independent consultant, they open up to me and share things with me to get a message back to the person that's leading them. Yep. Sometimes with the very first session. Sometimes people will say something to someone that's independent more than they will say to someone that they spend every day of their life with. Yeah. But my my responsibility when I go into those organizations with my one-on-one process is to equip the leaders, the business owners, to get better with their one-on-one skills to draw this type of information out of the out of people. We call it the emotional scale. Every day in life our emotions change. And if you can think of if you can think of black as you know anxiety, depression, grief, and if you can think of light blue as uh, positive expectation and optimism and excitement, you've got to every day know where people you have around you where they are on that emotional scale. And there's about twenty five levels, twenty five colours, wow. from the top to the bottom that I uh, take my clients through, so they understand so that they have a better understanding about. Where are their people really emotionally? Is it really like a day-to-day thing? can change day-to-day, week-to-week. It's called life. Yeah. People have things in life that affect their emotional tone. So as a leader in your organization, it really, I mean, as you said, it's a, it's a huge responsibility. I suppose being aware and on a daily basis of you know, what, where that person you're dealing with is at, that's a pretty powerful tool because I suppose it means you. At, at the end of the day, I suppose it comes back to how you're going to com- communicate with them, right? Correct. It's going to improve. It's going to improve your effectiveness as the leader leading them in relation to how to communicate with them, how hard to push them, when to back off, yep. how to help them. Do they need to be listened to more? Yeah, right. It's, uh, you know what? I've done a lot of work with you over the years, and I've never actually heard that 
um, that color spectrum thing. So that's that's very interesting. I'd be interested to learn more about that. Yeah, because it's called life. And uh, in professional sport, for example, 26 games in the National Rugby League, the turnaround is between five to eight days between games. Yeah. So the emotional tone of the players can change dramatically. Gotcha. And if you don't know where that pl- – and our whole goal is to have them in the blue sky by the time they walk down that tunnel – Tomorrow night, for example, when South Sydney play the Broncos yeah. after coming off a bad loss, is what can we do to get them back up emotionally? Mm. And there's a, there is a massive amount that goes into that process. So, Pete, when you're um, like looking for leaders in your organisation, do you have any advice as to when you should be doing that? I mean, I suppose in like looking realistically, if, you, if you're waiting until the time that you need leaders, you probably left it too late. Correct. So when are, you, when are you implementing these strategies? Well, my clients that are all growing utilize the one-on-one process to continually identify new potential leaders in their organization or at times people that need to be replaced because they won't be able to go to the next level. It does happen. So are we talking at the time you're hiring the person? Are we talking a weekly meeting? Are we talking a monthly meeting? Like When are you, when are you conducting there's a monthly rhythm to a serious one-on-one process, but some of my clients use weekly just to keep touching people. Yeah. But obviously, the bigger the organization, the more difficult that becomes. You've got a thousand people in your business, right? It, but you know, if we're talking about ten to fifty people, easily that can be every couple of weeks. Okay, touching people. Yeah, and, and this could and and when we say touching people, that's metaphorically for your listeners. So calm down. Yes, um, <laughs> or, or maybe it's not. Depends where you work. So that that meeting or that um, get together is could be just as simple as a coffee or a conversation with uh, with someone. Correct. Correct. Okay. Correct. But what I've said today is that there needs to be a formal process with this once a month where there's real formality to it, which helps you build accountability and respect into the process. Okay, but when we're talking about having a chat with you know somebody that's one of your workers that's out, you know one of your technicians out on site, does it need to be a sit down formal get together, or can you just once a month grab a coffee and have a chat? Having a coffee and a chat is informal. Once a month, sitting down for thirty to forty five minutes with that individual, and you've got a list of questions. You're reviewing what you discussed a month ago. That's formality. Gotcha, and it's also accountability. And accountability. Yeah. No, I like that. All right. Well, look, we've pretty much been through the who, what, whys and hows. Um, Is there anything we've missed there, Pete? Identifying leaders in your organisation isn't an ad hoc process. You need a process and the way in which I do it and my clients do it and elite sporting coaches I work with do it is through this one-on-one process. Now, I've created over 100 templates around this process, so it's very easy for me to bring that in and duplicate that into organisations. Yep. Promoting leaders from within builds the heart and spirit of individuals as you're building trust in you as a leader. This is vital for you to build a winning team culture and to create momentum in your organisation. Failing to do this is extremely demotivating and can lead to a loss of culture and loss of momentum, which yep. are two of the elements crucial to organisational uh, success. If I was to summarise it, the one-on-one process is a commitment and it takes time. And that's yep. the one that all my clients push back. But, Coxie, it's going to take time. Well, then fail. Don't grow. <laughs> that's what I say to them. Everything yep. takes time. Success takes time. Yeah, of course. But the investment is invaluable to all organisations of any size or structure. 
And I would really encourage your listeners to really um, investigate this, what I'm talking about, really the one-on-one process. And I've written some articles on it that are on my website, uh, Leadership Dynamics, about the power of one-on-ones if they would like to get a bit more information about that. Yeah, awesome. Well, look, we'll post some show notes um, to that in the – sorry, we'll post some links to that within the show notes. Yep. I think that pretty much uh, wraps up this episode and that series. Is there anything, anything that you'd like to add in closing? Yes, my usual closing note is you listeners have given up their time to uh, listen to our conversation about, you know, how to find leaders in your organisation. If there's one thing that they've taken from our conversation today, the way in which I've answered your questions, which has stimulated and agitated their thinking and brought about a change in their thinking when it comes to leadership, then it's been a valuable use of their time. Absolutely. And I think my takeaway from this episode specifically was aligning their, their values with your values. Excellent. That's pretty powerful. Um, look, Peter, before we go, um, I just wanted to ask you to give us a quick rundown on um, Leading for Growth. Can you just give the listeners a bit of an insight as to um, this program that you've developed and um, look to implement across, yes. the, across the globe? Um, June, June 1, 2016, I'm launching a global online leadership development program called Leading for Growth. There are three uh, three packages, three price points, depending on what um, our clients would want. Um, and they range from seven to 47 US dollars, depending on which package. And there are downloadable books, eBooks, there are articles I've written, there are audio and video modules that I've done all on leadership. And uh, that is all, all, all that information is available on the Leading for Growth landing page. Mm-hmm. And I would really recommend you li- to your listeners, if they've got anything out of what you and I have been talking about, that that would possibly be a next step for them to investigate more about what I believe when it comes to leadership dynamics and leading for growth. Yeah. And I know you've um, also very generously offered for the first uh, 100 people um, that come back to the landing page and fill in the form that I'm going to provide on it there will be a uh, they can get access to a free copy of your book which correct. is called the dream is everything so correct um all your listeners out there if you want to head across to the uh landing page that we have created uh for this blog which is going to be uh what's it going to be it'll be episode <laughs> the site shared forward slash uh one two three four five Four zero four zero. So thisitechat.com forward slash zero four zero. So um yeah, anyway, there'll be there'll be information on that in the show notes. So thank you very much for that for Peter. It's very generous. Thanks. I really enjoyed it. So um look, thanks for your time. I know you've uh, I know you're a busy man and um, we very much appreciate it. Um I will have definitely have some um links in the show notes to uh leading for growth and where people can get in contact with you. And look, if anyone's got any questions in relation to leadership or they wanted to ask Peter anything specifically, please go ahead, just post them in the show notes and we'll uh, either get Pete back on the show to answer them or we'll um, get him to answer via email or one way or another. So, Pete, thank you again very much for your time. Much appreciated. Thanks, Matt. I've uh, enjoyed the whole whole process. Absolutely. And um, look, we look forward to collaborating with you future, uh, f- further in the future. And um, that is a wrap for this episode. I hope you're enjoying this series on leadership. If you'd like some more information about Peter, he's offered a free copy of his book to the first 100 listeners. So if you want to head across to the show notes, you can download a copy of that book there. 
While you're there, click on the link to download a free copy of the 12 Leadership Essentials. The topics that you learn within that document, you can apply directly into your business. So thank you very much, Peter, and enjoy listeners. So if you haven't already, head across to the siteshed.com and register for our Toolbox Talks where you'll be regularly sent great episodes just like this straight to your inbox so you'll never miss one. Uh, if you want to join the community, you can head across to the siteshed.com forward slash members where for a small monthly fee, you'll get access to regularly updated training material as well as access to our forum where you can mingle and collaborate with trade-based business owners just like you from all over the world. If you're enjoying this podcast, please head across to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate it, and it helps us spread the word and reach the masses. Likewise, if you know anyone that might benefit from the content we create, then please go ahead and share this with them. You've been listening to Toolbox Talks by The Site Shed. For more great content just like this, head across to thesiteshed.com and join the amazing community of savvy trade-based business owners. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Please, if you did, head across to iTunes and leave us a review. We would very much appreciate that. Anyway, if you are a project-based trade business and you work in solar or bathroom renovations or kitchen renovations or roofing or something along those lines, and you would like to see some of the results that we've been showcasing in our marketing on for your business, thousands of percent return on ad spend, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, 7,000, 13,000% return on ad spend, please head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. That's tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. It will be well worth the conversation and I can't wait to chat with you. Ciao.